Desert Diaries. Week 33. Hello, Arizona calling. And yes, I'm back from my road trip. Back to a city that's much brighter and more sparkly than the one I left a few days ago. Phoenix has gone officially Christmas mad. There are several radio stations that now just play Christmas tunes 24-7, which I actually just love. I'm loving it. Uh, And the lights have gone up on all our neighbours' homes already. When I say lights... I do not mean a couple of fairy lights on a windowsill. I mean a full-on production, a lights extravaganza. Whereas in England, you might get the old house that goes all out on their Christmas lights. And let's be honest, there's a bit of snobbery that goes on, isn't there? A certain looking down the nose at the people who've got a lot of Christmas lights. There is no place for that attitude here. Oh, no. There's enough fairy lights within a mile of my house to circle the globe. Okay, I'm exaggerating a bit. Not by much, though. Animated penguins, light-up palm trees, huge inflatable snowmen. Nothing is too over the top. I do really need to up my game here. My sprig of plastic mistletoe over the door is not going to cut it. The last couple of days on my road trip was great. We got to Dallas to find Ian's new company and booked us into a really nice hotel. We got a huge room each with a view of the city I was gutted I couldn't nick any of all the amazing toiletries (laughs) as I was flying home with only cabin baggage and didn't have enough room in that teeny see-through bag. But Ian's new flat has got a nice selection now. I had a lovely old-fashioned, my favourite drink in the world. Okay, maybe maybe I had three. (laughs) In the rooftop bar, which was a massive tree with the most amazing view of the Dallas skyline. And we went on a little walkabout through uptown Dallas close to midnight. I really like the city. Definitely go back. The next day, we drove to Ian's new apartment in a district called Deep Ellum. It's a proper hipster area, packed full of cool diners and bars and shops full of totally impractical but really desirable stuff. Old office buildings have been covered with street art and turned into living spaces, and it's a really great place to explore. I love spending time with my friend. I love seeing more of America as well and meeting different people. And then life threw me a bloody massive curveball again. So my dad called me on the final day and said, I'm so sorry, but I don't think I can come. Heartbroken doesn't even begin to describe it. The last few months have been wonderful, exciting, new, full of adventure and discovery. So challenging, trying to get set up in a new country, devastating my mum's diagnosis and the awful experience with the tenants that continues to have horrendous financial implications. The death of our cat. And through all of that, I've really missed my dad. He lived abroad for most of my 20s and a lot of my 30s as well. But in the last seven years or so, he's been just around the corner from me in Manchester. And he'd always pop in with veg from his allotment or just for a cup of tea. I knew it would be hard not to see him so often. So the fact that he was coming for a whole month, frankly, kept me going through a lot of the dark times. But then the phone call. And I can't quite believe I'm saying this, but he had a routine checkup and they found a tumour. This year... Ugh. So his doctors told him not to travel. He said that he's got to go into hospital within 48 hours, that he would be in hospital for Christmas. As I said, I just couldn't even process it. I paced around the hotel car park for ages, just unable really to take it all in. I felt all the emotions all at once, anger, disbelief, heartbreak, disappointment. Ugh. I held my breath for 36 hours and then he called again. He'd spoken to the consultant who said, look, we can't actually get you in until December the 20th. The next appointment after that was actually the day after he was due to fly home. 
And the consultant said to him, look, I've seen your scan. Three weeks isn't going to make any difference. I can't tell you what to do, she said. But if I was you, I'd be going to spend Christmas with my family. So last Monday morning, it just gone midnight, he arrived. Weary from a very convoluted journey that took him via various cities, he arrived in the desert. I'm so relieved. I've already taken him on a tour of Superstition Mountains and Tortilla Flat and we've drunk cups of coffee in front of Camelback Mountain. He's currently at my kitchen table making a Christmas pudding with his granddaughter and despite all the other worries and challenges we have, the world is pretty much as good as it could be right now. I really hope you have a wonderful, joyful Christmas. I hope you get to spend it with the people that you love and from my family to yours, I hope 2020 is the year that you make that leap and follow your dreams. Lots of love. See you in the desert.